but there's other outside benefits from advertising that you get when you're spending on advertising that leads to more organic sales which helps your overall sales and tacos is more of a measure of that it's ad spend over total sales versus ad spend just over ad sales so Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe, from Ad Advance, and I am joined by Mr. Matt Wickland, also from Ad Advance. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I wish we were in the office podcasting in our typical digs. So bear with us if there are any legs or stuttering from uh, the poor at-home internet connections. Um <laughs> I'm also pumped up. Like this is a really special podcast episode, I feel like, because it's our anniversary edition. Uh, we launched the ad project on January 14th, and at the time of this recording, we're past that hump. So this is a uh, number 55 or 56, and the anniversary edition. Nice, nice. Happy anniversary, Matt. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get you a card. Yeah, <laughs> not even in the office together. Yeah, so we're working from home a bit just with the recent COVID spike, but I'm happy to do the podcast as always. And yeah, it's been sad missing everybody's smiling faces in the office, but we'll be back in hopefully shortly. Um, so today for the podcast, like one of the, the key items and questions that we get quite a bit is on budgeting. Overall, how do I know how much to budget? How much should I be spending on advertising? If I'm spending on advertising and having a set budget, where should I be allocating it? So we want to hit all these questions on budgeting and really how to best utilize your advertising spend. So Matt, when somebody asks you, what should I set for budget? Like what's the key things that you initially look at? That question is so subjective that it's really difficult to answer this question. So I think we have to look at it in terms of scenarios and try and cover the number of different scenarios that you can run into as an Amazon seller or vendor and work through you know each of those to figure out how much you should be spending. So I'll, I'll take the chip shot, one of the easy ones. Let's say I'm a seller and I'm projecting my inventory for one of my products to run out of stock. The way I budget in a situation like that is set my ad spend to zero. So if we're going to go out of stock, if we're going to run out of inventory, there's no reason to accelerate that through advertising. And there are a ton of myths relating to that concept. One being like, hey, if I stop my ad spend, I'm going to tank my ranking. That's not really true. If you stop your ad spend, will it harm your ranking? Yeah, potentially, but going out of stock will to a greater extent. Having inventory availability is super important and keeping those products in stock, while it does reduce your sales velocity by shutting down ads, you make up for it by extending the, the time period that you are in stock. So there's no reason to continue to spend on ads to accelerate an out of stock issue. You can just pause your ad spend and sell out organically in a situation like that. Do you agree with that, sure. Joe? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. And we get that question quite a bit. I mean, I think there's, there's some myths or different pieces that have gone in there where people believe that their organic ranking can really get hit when they come back up, if they slow their velocity going into it and how the algorithm works out. It's really tough to tell other than, you know, just people testing from the different scenarios, but from a purely like advertising and margin-based perspective, there's no reason to spend more to go out of stock quicker. And I totally agree. I feel like you do get penalized the longer you are out of stock. And Amazon really takes into account that in stock percentage that you have. 
And what we're finding is that it is harder and harder to get products reestablished after going out of stock for a while. And so if you are projecting that you could potentially go out of stock, my suggestion corresponding to yours would be make sure that you're tapering back your advertising overall or completely cutting it out. If you're going to go to stock, no reason to spend the increased PPC costs that we're seeing to go to stock faster. So totally agree with you there, Matt. Yeah. So forecast your inventory, a really simple way of doing that is just using Amazon's business reports and pulling detailed page sales and traffic by child item, looking at your run rates, how quickly you're selling through products and comparing that to your inventory, projecting an out of stock date and using that to throttle back on ad spend or determine a point when you'd potentially halt further ad spend. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So Another... that's one. So that's one scenario. It's if we're going out of stock. So I think another scenario is, okay, somebody comes to us and they say, all right, I'm willing to go to a 30% ACOS target. And they're currently sitting at 15%. So if somebody's currently operating below their ACOS target, but that's kind of their key goal. They want to maintain that margin on their advertising. Like how do you approach that scenario in setting budget? Sure. So if we're beating our gross margins, if, if our ads are profitable and ACOS is less than gross margin and we don't have inventory concerns, then there's no reason to limit budget at all. If every ad, ad dollar that you spend contributes incremental profit, then your ad budget should be infinite essentially, unless you have those stock issues because every single unit, every single dollar that you spend is driving more profits. Obviously, you know, inventory always needs to be a concern or there are outside considerations. Like really, I mean, it all comes down to inventory. Basically like rule of thumb is if you're beating your gross margin, if your ACOS is beating your gross margin is less than your gross margin, then don't limit your campaigns. Let them drive more profits for you. Yep. Yeah. And so that's really what we're doing when we're looking at setting. We don't necessarily set a budget for a lot of our accounts. And the reason is that if we're able to maintain that margin, we're going to keep spending to drive more sales and get that additional sales velocity, which has other impacts too, which can help organic sales. And even if you're break even or, or if you're profitable, then there's no reason to throttle back on advertising at that point. You're just giving up sales that are profitable. And so really, if your key goal is, all right, I need to maintain this ACOS target, then let's ramp up and get as aggressive as we can with that and try to make sure we're maximizing sales at that ACOS target and not just limit ourselves with the current budget that we're setting overall. So totally agree with you there too. Yeah. And um, that's where I, and just adding to that, like I wouldn't limit budget. I would, I would delimit budget essentially, but then I'd also experiment with different ACOS targets too, just to find inflection points where profitability is maximized. Um, sure. Having a scenario where your ACOS is beating your gross margin is, it's the ideal situation. It's awesome. That's where we get to have a lot of fun and experimenting with all of these different parameters to figure out where your bottom line's boosted. Yeah. So another scenario. So somebody comes to you and they've got a 40% ACOS right now. And they say, okay, I need to get my ACOS target down to 25%. How do you approach budget conversation in that scenario? Sure. So in terms of budget, 
it, it really comes down to how you have your campaign segmented. So the way budget is carried within the structure of sponsored ads is it's set at the campaign level. So if you have a lot of really well-segmented campaigns, a really good campaign design, you can limit budget for the high ACoS campaigns and feed more budget to the low ACoS campaigns to improve overall ACoS for that group of campaigns or that group of products that those campaigns are structured for. One of the trade-offs of reducing ACoS is is sales. Anytime you're, you're cutting your ACoS target, it typically means you're going to have traffic impacts because you're reducing spend for unproductive keywords, unproductive, unproductive uh, product targets. Those could be contributing sales, but they may be doing it at 40% ACoS or higher, something that doesn't meet your ACoS target. So naturally spend will drop. In terms of setting budgets, I would say having a really good campaign design where your targets are split out based on typical performance it, just, it makes that process a lot easier where you can reduce high ACoS campaign budgets and continue to spend at a high rate for campaigns that are beating ACoS targets. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So I think that the key question that we always ask, and we try to dig deeper. All right. So if somebody comes to us with a 25% ACoS target and their campaigns are currently at 40%. First thing we'll do is we'll look at just some obvious spend wasters that if we can get rid of, they're just going to get rid of spend and help our ACoS overall. But if there's not as much low-hanging fruit, then we have to make a decision and there's trade-offs with everything for Amazon advertising. And so what we can do to lower ACoS target is we can get less aggressive on some of those lower-performing products. And when we do that, we're going to lower sales from those lower-performing targets because at that point, you're not going to be driving as many impressions overall. And so a key question is like, are we growth focused right now? And profit margin isn't as major of a concern. And so ACOS is like 25% is a nice to have, but we really don't want to slow sales velocity. Or we could be in a scenario where, all right, I'm not even profitable. If I'm at 40%, I need to get to 25 and I'm willing to slow sales velocity down to get there. Then that's a scenario where, we can take that into account. We definitely weed out the, the poor performers. And then the, the final way to look at it is kind of like a tacos-based approach too, that, that you can um, view your products overall. And so when we're looking at ACoS, that's the profit that we're getting just from those advertised sales. But there's other outside benefits from advertising that you get when you're spending on advertising that leads to more organic sales which helps your overall sales and tacos is more of a measure of that it's ad spend over total sales um, versus ad spend just over ad sales so the tacos approach is another way to look at it and it kind of goes against this scenario a bit where they give us an acos target but tacos is a good way to to look at it too because it's kind of your overall margin impact per sale for your advertising that you have versus ACoS, which is just looking at the advertising itself. So Matt, I don't know, a any things to add on, on that piece? I'm a very metric oriented person. Uh, so I love tacos as a budget metric. It isn't a, the be all end all in terms of performance. Like we could hit a 5% tacos or a 10% tacos while generating zero ad sales. So it's not a perfect performance metric, but it's a great budget metric. If you keep, say, a 10% or 20% tacos target for a given product, your bottom line is going to, in terms of percentages, is going to stay, remain consistent. It scales with your overall sales, and it really drives the conversation about where is our ad spend most effective, um, not necessarily efficient, but what helps ranking the most 
And yeah, then bringing ACOS into the equation, a really good efficiency metric is the way to go. Sure. Yep. So tacos, it's a great budgeting metric overall, but make sure you're looking at other metrics in terms of ad efficiency too. How about for product launches? So somebody comes to you and they're going to launch a new product. How do you determine how much to spend on the front end? Like we've covered for product launches previously, like the initial objective for a product launch for advertising, it's not going to be a cost. It's going to be more sales focus and driving that sales volume to the product. So how do you, how do you approach the, the situation on determining what budget to allocate, Matt? Sure. Yeah. So this is one of the more di difficult conversations that we have in trying to lock down what the right budget is. In a lot of cases, sellers will have a number in mind from the get-go uh, that they provide to us. But if you're trying to lock this down as a seller listening to this podcast, a good way to do it is to look at how many units of inventory do you have? What What's the value of that inventory? Then calculating revenue objectives and figuring out what percent of that revenue will come from ads. So early on, your products, if you're not running like outside initiatives, like you know you have good social, social media marketing and stuff like that, if you don't have outside ways of driving outside traffic, you're gonna be pretty heavily reliant on advertising to aid in product discovery. So the majority of your sales are, go are going to stem from advertising. So in a case like that, you can look at what's the value of my inventory, what's an acceptable ACOS target, even though it's it's not the metric that is like the BL end all when you're launching a product, like you really want to emphasize sales and conversion rate in terms of performance metrics, it can help determine your initial budget. So maybe we have a 50% margin, we're willing to dedicate, you know, set an initial 50% ACOS target or 70% ACOS target during launch. You can take that revenue from ads, multiply it by your ACOS percent and get to spend. So backing into it through revenue goals and then percentages coming from advertising, which will vary a lot based on what sort of outside initiatives you're using. If none, yep. advertising is gonna be a major component. Yeah, yeah. So it's really dependent on the, the channels that you're using to get that product established and get that initial sales volume. And then it's also dependent on kind of where you're sitting as a seller. So if you're a well-funded brand, maybe maybe you've just been acquired by an aggregator that has a lot of cash. Like at that point, you might want to invest more in advertising up front, just knowing that generating that initial sales volume and getting going quicker could be very important. On the other perspective, say you don't have that much extra cash on hand right now and a slower sales ramp up is fine with you, then let's be less aggressive. With the less aggressive approach, it allows you to test quite a bit more as you go to make sure that you're best utilizing that ad spend as you go. Um, for the more aggressive approach, really time is on your side because you're speeding up the process. You're learning quicker. You may have some more wasted spend as you go since you are learning at a higher volume. At the same time, you're launching quite a bit quicker and that initial boost that's seen by Amazon too can definitely help with like establishing the initial rankings and stuff like that too. So like everything else, it's definitely a trade-off. We're not able to provide like initial, like actual budgets to go off of as benchmarks, just because it is so variable based off of the situation, the product, your funding, how aggressive you want to be, everything else like that. But these are the exact conversations that we're having with our clients when trying to determine how much budget to allocate for the new product launches. Great points. Yeah. yeah. So uh, 
Let me throw another scenario at you, Joe. Um, sure. So let's say we have a hard cap on market level spend. How do we prioritize where at our ad spend goes? Do we focus on the lowest A cost? Do we focus on the highest sales? What, what's your take on that? Sure. Yeah, it's a good question. And, you know, we, we covered this before where it's like, okay, if your ACOS is below your your margin or your set ACOS target, like spend as much as you can. So that's ideal world. But we know, like we work with multiple big corporate clients that you have to set your budget ahead of time for like the whole year. And that's what you get. And then you have to figure out how to best allocate that. We'll take a simplified approach and then we can kind of break it down in a little bit more detail. So let's just say that every campaign has pretty much the same objective overall and so it's just trying to establish sales coming in what we could do is really take the acos first approach so let's look and see what campaigns are performing really well in terms of return on our advertising and then let's get more aggressive on those while cutting back on the targets that aren't converting as well so Overall, it's really trying to allocate budget to where it's most efficiently used. And so we have a set budget that we're running to, but then we're constantly optimizing within that to get more and more spend to those best performers, which is going to lead to higher advertised sales. So that's in a very simplistic world. Other things that we have to take into account are like the different campaign structures and goals. So you have campaigns that where we're, we have a brand defense campaign. Um, ACOS is going to look really good because for a brand defense campaign, I'm going to advertise for my own brand to try to push competitors out. So if somebody types in my brand, they're going to go down and they click my ad. They have a high likelihood to convert. So ACOS is going to look great. But maybe with our strategy, we only want to allocate a certain amount of budget to that branded campaign and then use the rest for general terms. We don't want it to uh, just inflate or make our ACOS target look really good just because we're targeting all branded terms. We want to expand with our advertising too. And so those are times where you really have to take into account what strategies do I have overall and then allocate different budgets based off of that. So if brand defense is really important, okay, let's allocate more of the budget. Or if we're really focused on sales growth and expanding our audience, now let's cut back on that branded campaign a bit. We've already got loyal customers. We know they're going to scroll past the ads of our competitors and come down and let's focus more on advertising for more general terms so we can get those new to brand customers. So really it's looking at what's the key strategies and then allocating budgets based off of that. And then within those different strategies, now let's push budgets and spend to the best performers within each of those. I know. What's your take on it, Matt? Yeah, I think those are all really important concepts. So high level prioritizing defensive tactics versus like general category targeting tactics. Is defense more important or are the organic ranking benefits of targeting general category keywords more important? In a lot of cases, it's the latter, even if they have a slightly higher ACoS. It may be a more beneficial use of your ad spend to target those general category keywords because it lends to improved organic results to a greater degree. The other piece too is, even if we're prioritizing lowest ACoS first, how you get to that ACoS can be totally different between different campaigns or different targets. So let's say we have a 50 cent CPC and a 10% conversion rate that gives us a 20% ACoS. You could also have a campaign that has a 20% conversion rate and a $1 CPC netting that same 20% ACoS. 
The latter, the higher converting one, is likely more beneficial ad spend because it's showing when people click through, they're more likely to purchase your, pro your product. It maximizes your product conversion rate, which has additional ranking and organic benefits. So I in general, I would say, yeah, prioritize the lowest ACoS first because per amount of ad spend, that's going to maximize your sales but also consider that branded versus category trade-off and the organic ranking benefits of category keywords, and then also evaluate other quality metrics like CTR and conversion rate and emphasize those uh, that have the highest, you know, other quality metrics outside of ACoS as well. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And that, those ranking impacts can be really big too um, by really focusing on some of those highest converting ad placements, whether it's top of search or like sponsor brand video, those pieces, like they can convert at a really good amount higher than other placements too. And so if they're, we're, we're seeing two campaigns and they have about the same ACoS, like let's allocate more to the highest converters, which could definitely help our organic ranking as we go. Totally. Yeah. So overall, I mean, just in summary, we went through some different scenarios on how to set budget. So if you're projecting that you're going to go out of stock for those cases, we definitely recommend cutting back advertising spend or completely cutting out advertising spend. No need to go out of stock quicker um, and spend more to do it. If you're below ACoS target, our, our recommendation is to just not cap it because you're potentially leaving profits or sales on the table. If you're above your ACoS target, it's really weighing the, what's the key objectives? So is ACoS and profitability the major one, or is it maintaining the growth, or is it taking a tacos approach and then trying to make sure that we're maximizing efficiency within that tacos target? So that, that's a good way to look at it there. For lunch, we covered all the different variables, so a lot of stuff to take into account there, and it really depends on the scenario and how much to allocate. But as we're seeing, advertising is becoming more and more of a driver for launches since we're losing other options to be able to launch products effectively. And then finally, if you have hard caps, it's trying to allocate budget based off of efficiency overall, but also taking into account the other underlying strategies. So branded versus unbranded, looking at some of the higher converters versus the lower converters overall, and then just trying to make sure that we're divvying up the budget as well as we can um, within, that, within that, that overall budget cap that we have. So covered a lot on budgets i guess matt any final things you want to add before before we go today nice summary you nailed it and happy one year so, too <laughs> happy happy one year to you too yeah and for anybody listening to the podcast like especially if you've been listening through all the episodes and through one year we really appreciate it it's it's an honor that you're taking the time to listen to us as we go or watch the YouTube videos as we go. If you could just do one quick thing and if you could leave a quick review, that would be awesome, whether it's on YouTube or iTunes or anything else like that. We'd really appreciate it. So as always, thank you for listening to the Ad Project Podcast and we'll see you on the next episode.